Welcome to this special episode of the Red Review to celebrate National Apprenticeship Week. Hi, Jeremy. Hello, Mike. How are we doing? Good, thank you. It feels good to be recording with you and saying hello, but also to be celebrating National Apprenticeship Week and having a little chat about uh, work winning apprenticeships. But before we before we started, you were just saying you did something similar last year. Uh, yes, my sister-in-law put me on to a, a charity um, that are involved in apprenticeships, and I, I did a, a similar video, talk, you know, sort of talking about the the wonder of working in work winning or bids and proposals. Yeah. So, and I imagine about ten people watched it, but hopefully, I reached someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure you did. I've, I've heard the the bids apprenticeship is is growing very quickly. So we're going to tackle three questions, three questions, three questions today. There you go. Get my get my hands right. Uh, first one though what are the opportunities um for people in early careers and what challenges and opportunities do you do we think a bidding apprentice would face do you want to take a start yeah so i mean i i would say this i guess but it is actually true i i genuinely believe uh, a role in bids and proposals or in in work winning i guess we'd call it these days uh, is just a fantastic career um, if you find the right place for yourself and you, you manage yourself and your career effectively. Because um, the truth is there's there's a bunch of big teams and businesses you can play a part in that are really leading the way and doing it properly. And, you know, the sort of stuff that you get up to, Mike, you know, really interesting capture and all of that with clients where you're right at the heart of the business. You're in the room with senior people. You know, it's it's a fantastic place to be really exciting. But then there is the other half and the watch out which are companies that just throw enough mud at the wall and see see what sticks and treat their bid teams as admin functions and well if you're if you're early careers that could that is i mean i did a, a webinar on monday with research actually that's not a bad thing to be that generalist and just get chucked in the deep end that's how i learned bidding yeah you yeah. know learning all the bad things that you shouldn't do and 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 uh you know just copy and paste control f or control d change client name resubmit all, all those types of things um I, if as a young person or in, a, in an early career i don't think that's a bad thing that you're kind of chucked in the deep end and you do end up you know fighting and uh uh grappling for information and and doing the printing the digital design the writing the bid management sorting out commercials and all the rest of it as a as a young person, perhaps a, an apprentice isn't going to do quite all that, but I think very quickly, someone competent in their early careers could move quite quickly into kind of a you know junior bid management role almost. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, maybe you're right. Um, yeah, you've got to earn your stripes, haven't you, and all that sort of stuff. And the ex the experience is what pays. But uh, I think the great thing in bidding is you can generate that experience quite quickly if you stay mm -hmm. smart and don't go native. Uh, yeah. with your stakeholders who are likely to be into copying and pasting and cutting corners and all of that crap which ultimately means you'll lose so fundamentally the target must be to win as many deals as you can and if you stay focused on that um, you can't go too far wrong to be honest and it is fantastically exciting when, when you do get in that space yeah um and see people enter the industry what about long-term career opportunities and where do you think bidding can take you so I think there's a few streams. So either you know, bidding can be a lifelong occupation. Um, you know, I think there was some research that bid, uh, bid Solutions have done with their 
previous salary surveys and all that sort of stuff, which also collects data on age and sex and ethnicity, I think, and stuff like that. Um, and actually, our, my perception was always that bidding was a, a young person's game, but actually their data shows there is a giant proportion of people that are further on in their career and towards the end of their career. Um, so there, there is a long term piece here and you can scale up to roles like yours, Mike, in a very senior uh, reporting to COOs. Um, you know, there's the whole work winning sphere now, sphere, sphere now in terms of, uh, you know, whether it's business development director roles, whether it's work winning stuff, whether it's bid director on, on massive deals. There's lots of streams just within our, our uh, beautiful discipline, but also actually it's a great enabler because yeah. you naturally meet everyone across the business uh, and largely at a senior, at least middle manager level where you're asking for information, you're coaching people, you're interviewing content out of people largely. And this is the key skill that you need to develop without anything to give in return largely. Yeah. Uh, there's, yeah. there's a natural art. Influence, great negotiation, thing. all those good things are really important. Yeah. I think exactly. also though that bidding, you know, the fundamentals of bidding, project management, influence, negotiation, questioning, interrogation, curiosity, actually set you up for all sorts of different careers, even outside of bidding. Uh, and one conversation that we're having in Mace at the moment is like internal mobility. It sounds very wanky management term, but you know, but um, can we find, can we keep people in the business by giving them opportunity that they may not have thought about rather than their first thought when they're thinking about they want to move is going on a job board. Um, probably show my age then that job boards probably don't exist anymore, but um, you know, going on LinkedIn and speaking to a recruiter. And actually when we looked at the skills in our team, there's so many transferable skills into projects in Mace's business, you know, as a construction consultancy in, in my era consultancy business, you know, from information management. So our opportunities and research people could quite easily transition into kind of information management on major projects, you know, looking after all that kind of complex design and information data that is produced during projects. Project management, you know, a good bid manager could easily slot into a major project as a project manager managing a package of work and 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 I've got this the, I've got a couple of years of civils background yonks ago but actually when I slotted into the Nightingale NHS Nightingale at the start of the pandemic you know all the skills I've learned in bidding talking to people negotiating understanding planning thinking ahead reporting setting metrics measuring performance all just came into their own as you know as one of the leadership team on on the construction project so I, yeah. I think actually the skills you get in bidding can take you well beyond work winning and if, if people want to outside of the sector. Oh, for sure. Yeah, there's loads of examples. There, there was, I've gone and forgotten the lady's name, but there was a lady that worked for Nuria in your team years ago who is now a project manager in MACE working on big corporate office fit outs and things like that. Um, there are examples as well where people have been in bid teams in uh, PwC, EY, places like that, where they've they've found themselves eventually in a chief of staff role, working for the chief exec, yeah. you know, managing their office, man managing all their big programs, change programs, all that sort of stuff, which is pretty cool. Um, and I think the other uh, potential route is into management consultancy, um, because again, all all of those skills, um, you know, port quite nicely, and so you could find yourself working in one of the big five or a boutique consultancy. Yeah, that's what I do these days is transformation stuff largely, um, you know, with a bit, a bit of training and capability stuff. Um, and so, yeah, the, the, the world's your oyster, really. It's a great platform uh, if you find the right places to work, I think. Yeah, I think the one thing for me, though, is don't rush. I think there is a tendency to jump 
jobs or to think you got to, you know to progress you got to move move around the the industry quickly and actually i think that's a trait of um those who are kind of entering our industry in the last sort of five ten years is um you know the need to kind of move every 18 months two years to think you're progressing and i think that can actually put you in a position where you end up out of your comfort zone and ultimately it's detrimental to your career i think we we have to talk say the dirty word i guess money um is a thing um and so it, it is a fact that bidding people earn more than their peers in other support functions uh, quite significantly so because the the discipline is immature even though the association you know apmp's 30 years old and 20 odd years old in the uk it's still a fairly immature discipline it's, it's accelerating now and it's getting better and better it's a really exciting time to be around it but um and that's an opportunity actually but you know it's quite easy to sort of move about for the money uh, and not actually get the right sort of experience i think you're right um but the, the, the great thing is certainly for a few years i think there'll always be a job um if you're relatively good or even mediocre to be honest um because the, the the demand far outstrips the supply for good people um so it's 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 a fantastic opportunity you know let, let's face it you know, i earn loads of money you do all right for yourself um you know it's uh, it's it's a great place to be isn't it i don't earn loads of money maybe i should become a consultant it's funny when I, I used to do when I was at Mace, I used to do the school sort of presentation careers stuff about careers in construction. I even took Gareth Lewis, the COO for construction with me, and I did about 10 of these sessions over a couple of weeks. And the first thing, the little kids sort of, you know, like 10 years old, I guess, and hand up first question every single time. How much money do you earn? Um, and it because it is it's it's a factor, isn't it? And so you know, we should we should level. It's it's a good it's a good living what we do. Yeah, yeah, very much so. So go on then. Uh, final question. Best thing about a career in bidding? I, I think it's the exposure to all of the really interesting parts of a business. You know, your senior people, you get great exposure, whether you're, you know, there in some of your workshops. There's the thrill of running kickoff meetings or red reviews and things like that with your chief exec in or that kind of stuff or and actually when you're doing some of the sexier stuff whether it's proactive proposals or a pitch presentation and you're sending someone senior as the sponsor that's quite a thrill your your graduate peers or apprenticeship peers they might not meet a chief exec or someone for 10 years odd um, and there you are in the room straight away so that's that's pretty cool and it and, and it helps with your exposure uh, if you if you um, you know do a good job or in the right places at the right time, so that that's pretty cool and it's just exciting. You're on the edge of you know winning deals. It's if you're even remotely competitive, um, you know that's that's really quite exciting, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I I I I tend to agree. Actually, I think the best thing for me is the variety that you get in a bidding career, um, from managing to writing to you know being creative design working with people influencing but ultimately the win you know if you w want a career in bidding you've got to want to win yeah. because actually that's what makes the difference is you enjoy the thrill of beating your competitors <laughs> repeatedly and winning which isn't that hard if you know what you're doing and you, yeah. you you do your study just one last point because i know you've got to go mike um so the other thing is i i mentor some uh, people in their early careers and their big fear or 
how they're shaping their career is around the future, actually. As someone in their 40s, it's quite interesting. They're quite concerned about AI automation. What, you know, where should you place yourself in a sector or market or discipline? Is it going to be future proof? Um, and I, I think bidding probably is relative compared to a lot of uh, marketplaces because it involves emotion and human beings um you know you and creativity yeah. uh, you know whereas being a quantity surveyor i'd be a bit worried to be honest um, I, I, think, uh, I think all that stuff will make our jobs easier rather than replace our jobs so all the boring stuff of trawling information finding content finding great case studies quotes stats will, will just be easier and make proposals more compelling and give us more time to be creative and ultimately more time in capture and speaking to clients and other things yeah, cool agreed. jeremy it's been fantastic to do a quick catch up um good to celebrate national apprenticeship week um there is a bids and proposals apprenticeship that is available i was very fortunate to be on uh, pick everyone's representative of the trailblazer uh, and some great companies supporting that now so um jez have a wonderful day and thank you very much everyone for joining us and uh, the Red Review will be back soon. See you all soon. Bye-bye.